Hello, my name is Ho Jun Yoon. You're listening to Medicine on the Way. Autumn in New York. Why does it seem so It is November 2013. This is episode number 29, and today's topic is multiple sclerosis. Multiple sclerosis is an autoimmune disease characterized by focal demyelination in the white matter of the brain, spinal cord, and optic nerves. Multiple sclerosis is three times more frequent in women than men. Multiple sclerosis is known to be more prevalent in temperate zone areas such as North America, Northern Europe, Southern Australia, and South New Zealand. This latitude effect on multiple sclerosis suggests sun exposure may have a protective function to multiple sclerosis. In fact, vitamin D deficiency has been associated. With an increase in multiple sclerosis risk, which further demonstrates biosynthesis of vitamin D from ultraviolet B radiation is essential in occurrence of multiple sclerosis. Other risk factors associated with multiple sclerosis include residency and high socioeconomic status. For instance. When individuals move from an area with high multiple sclerosis prevalence to another area with low prevalence, their multiple sclerosis risk becomes similar to the area with low prevalence. However, this effect seems clear before adolescence, but not apparent after that period. A multiple sclerosis lesion consists of inflammatory mononuclear cells that are mostly T cells and macrophages. The blood-brain barrier is destroyed. Autoantibodies against myelin are present on degenerating myelin sheath, but the vessel wall is preserved, unlike vasculitis. Astrocytes proliferate in the lesions, and that is called gliosis. Oligodendrocytes partially remyelinate the surviving naked axons, and this forms something called shadow plaques. However, complete remyelination tends not to occur, and lymphocyte follicles that consist of T and B cells aggregate. Forming lymphoid structures. Nerve conduction in normally myelinated axons occurs in a saltatory manner. This means that the nerve conduction jumps from one node of Ranvier to the next without depolarizing the entire axon under the myelin sheath. This significantly increases nerve conduction velocity. However, if a segment of axon gets demyelinated due to the presence of lesions, as explained above, a conduction slowing or block occurs. A genetic susceptibility to the disease is present based on twin studies and familiar cases. 
There are more than 50 multiple sclerosis susceptibility genes identified, and each gene contributes a relatively small amount to the overall risk. The strongest multiple sclerosis susceptibility region in the genome is the major histocompatibility complex, or MHC, on chromosome number six. Other associated genetic factors include human leukocyte antigen DRB1, DR2, alleles of interleukin-2 receptor alpha gene, and interleukin-7 receptor alpha gene. Well, now we know the genetic、uh, factors predisposing individuals to develop multiple sclerosis, and we also know gliosis or demyelinating lesion causes the symptoms of multiple sclerosis. Then, what is the mechanism of multiple sclerosis? What causes gliosis or demyelinating、uh, lesion formation? Autoreactive. T lymphocytes play a vital role in etiology of multiple sclerosis. Myelin basic protein, or MBP, is a T cell antigen which binds to human leukocyte antigen DRB1 and induces an autoimmune response by stimulating T cell responses. T helper type one cells, which produces interferon gamma, and T helper Seventeen cells are two types of pro-inflammatory T cells. High cytokine interleukin seventeen levels, interleukin two, tumor necrosis factor alpha, and interferon gamma are associated with autoimmunity of multiple sclerosis. And tumor necrosis factor alpha and interferon gamma may directly injure the myelin membrane or oligodendrocytes. B cell activation and antibody responses are necessary to fully develop demyelinating lesions. Antibody-producing lymphocytes and autoantibodies against myelin or oligodendrocyte glycoprotein have been found in multiple sclerosis plaques. Elevated levels of immunoglobulins that are locally synthesized and oligoclonal antibodies from clonally Uh, restricted plasma cells are found in CSF. So far, we have discussed three things: one, demyelinating lesions as the main pathogenesis of multiple sclerosis; two, genes that make patients susceptible to multiple sclerosis; and three, autoimmunity as the main mechanism of multiple sclerosis. Then what does trigger multiple sclerosis? Unfortunately, an exact、uh, triggering factor of multiple sclerosis has not been known yet. However, patients with multiple sclerosis have frequently experienced relapses after non-specific upper respiratory infections. This suggests there may be a molecular mimicry. Between viruses and myelin antigens, which trigger the pathogenic T cell responses, the signs and symptoms of multiple sclerosis, including the followings: weakness of the extremities and associated pyramidal signs such as spasticity, hyperreflex,、uh, hyperreflexia, and Babinski's signs in upper motor neuron weakness. 
spasticity with spontaneous or painful spasms. Optic neuro,、uh, neuritis presented with diminished visual acuity, dimness, or decreased color perception in the central field of vision. Fundoscopic examination reveals optic disc swelling or papillitis, or pallor of the optic disc, or called optic atrophy. Diplopia from palsy of the sixth cranial nerve or intranuclear ophthalmoplasia. Gaze disturbances characterized by a horizontal gaze palsy and acquire pondular nystagmus. Paresthesias, ataxia, bladder dysfunction, constipation, cognitive dysfunction, depression, facial weakness, and vertigo. Lermit's sign, which is a sensation of electrical shock induced by flexion of the neck. Facial myokinia presented with flickering contractions of the facial muscles that spreads across the face. Heat sensitivity, which indicates neurological symptoms occurring with the elevation of the body's core temperature. An example is Uthoff's symptom, in, in which there is unilateral visual blurring in hot shower or with physical exercise. Based on the progression of the signs and symptoms, multiple sclerosis is categorized into four subtypes. First, relapsing and remitting multiple sclerosis, or RRMS, which is characterized by episodes of worsening symptoms or new symptoms after months or years of symptom-free interval. This subtype accounts for 85% of multiple sclerosis cases. Second, primary progressive multiple sclerosis or PPMS, which presents with the signs and symptoms which steadily progress without the interval. Primary progressive MS accounts for about 15% of cases. Third, secondary Progressive multiple sclerosis, or SPMS, which is shown with steady progression after a period of the relapsing,、uh, relapsing and remitting disease. The majority of RRMS, or、um, relapsing remitting multiple sclerosis, eventually becomes secondary progressive multiple sclerosis. And the risk of developing secondary progressive multiple sclerosis from RRMS is about two percent every year. Lastly, progressive and relapsing multiple sclerosis, or PRMS, is the fourth type, which is characterized by both features of PPMS or primary progressive multiple sclerosis. And SPMS, which is secondary progressive multiple sclerosis, there is a steady deterioration, like PPMS, with occasional attacks superimposed on the progressing course. PRMS or progressive and relapsing multiple sclerosis accounts for about five percent of multiple sclerosis cases. In MRI. Abnormalities of multiple sclerosis are found in more than 95% of patients, 
but more than 90% of the lesions demonstrated by MRI may be asymptomatic. Destructions of the blood-brain barrier increase vascular permeability, and this leads to leakage of intravenous gadolinium that is injected during the imaging study. Gadolinium enhancement, therefore, indicates the development of a multiple sclerosis lesion and inflammation, and this effect lasts for about one month. The residual multiple sclerosis plaque may be visible, however, indefinitely, as a focal hyperintensity on T2-weighted images. T2-weighted images also reveal lesions which indicate the quote, the burden of disease. The lesions in T2-weighted images correlate with clinical disability, and about one third of the lesions are hypo-intensive on T1-weighted images. These findings may indicate irreversible demyelination and axonal loss. Evoked potentials or EP testing assesses functions of sensory, and that is visual and auditory, or motor central nervous system pathways. The test examines selected peripheral nerves by producing repetitive stimulation. A sensory or motor deficit may produce an abnormal evoked potential. Abnormalities on one or more EP occurs in about 80 to 90 percent of multiple sclerosis patients. An abnormal visual EP may permit a diagnosis of clinically definite multiple sclerosis. However, EP abnormalities are not specific to multiple sclerosis. Delayed latency of a specific EP component is only suggestive of demyelination. Characteristics of CSF in multiple sclerosis include a mononuclear cell pleocytosis and an increased level of intrathecally synthesized IgG. There are few formulas to differentiate intrathecally synthesized IgG from IgG from serum. Oligoclonal bending, or OCB, of the CSF assesses intrathecal production of IgG. Oligoclonal bandings are detected by agarose gel electrophoresis. Two or more oligoclonal bandings are found in 75 to 90% of patients with multiple sclerosis. However, the presence of these bands is not specific because a variety of inflammatory neurological conditions with vascular and neoplastic disorders may show similar findings. Okay, this is it for this episode. We talked about epidemiology, etiology, um, pathophysiology, and clinical findings of multiple sclerosis in this episode. In next episode, we're going to cover diagnostic criteria and treatment options for multiple sclerosis. Thank you for listening. My name is Ho Jun Yoon, and this is Medicine on the Way. Anytime I move my finger
lucky me Can't you see I am in love Life's a wonderful thing As long as I've got that string I'd be a silly star